Hello and welcome to Feminine Fire, a podcast where spirituality meets soulful business strategy. I'm your host, spiritual life and business coach, Beck Cazillo, here to help you ignite your inner fire and step into the highest vision for your life and business. Join me as we explore what it takes to get out of your own way, uplevel your worth, master your mindset, and build the spiritual business of your dreams. If you're a spiritual woman ready to create a life and business that truly sets your soul on fire, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. This is Feminine Fire. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Feminine Fire podcast. As always, so wonderful to be here recording this for you. I have a really juicy episode for you today. I feel like I say that all the time, but I love episodes like this where we get to dive deep into a topic we don't often talk about. And I want to start today's episode with a question. And the question is, how is your relationship with money right now? When you think about money, how does it feel? Does it feel boring? Does it feel hard? Does it feel icky in your body? Does it feel like you just want to stick your head in the sand and ignore it? Or does your relationship with money feel juicy and exciting and flowy and sparkly and all of that good, delicious stuff? Yes, today on the podcast, we are talking all about money and why it's time to look at your money stuff in air quotes. This will be especially supportive for you if money is feeling boring or hard or icky for you right now and you really want to juice it up. You want it to feel exciting. You want it to feel flowy. You want it to feel bright and sparkly and inspiring and all of those good things. But I'm also a big believer that there's no such thing as too much money mindset work. So even if your relationship to money is feeling really good right now, it can always feel better, right? more bright, more sparkly, more delicious. Mm. So no matter where you're at in your relationship with money right now, this is an episode for you. We'll be diving into the different money blocks that might be coming up for you, no matter where you're at on your journey in business and with money, and then how to move through each one to start transforming and improving your relationship to money. So let's dive in. In my experience, when it comes to your relationship to money, there's often two extreme ends of the spectrum. On the one end, money slips through your fingers really quickly and easily. So it might flow in regularly, but it almost always flows back out straight away and you've got no idea where it's going. You might avoid looking at your bank account because you don't want to see or you don't want to know how much you've spent on whatever it is that you've spent it on. So that's one end. Money comes in, but goes out straight away, slips through your fingers. You can never hold on to it. Or on the other end, you hold on to money too tightly. So you might have money in the bank, but you hoard it and you might be fearful of spending it because money doesn't grow on trees or you might need it for a rainy day, et cetera, et cetera. And energetically, if you think about holding on to something too tightly, It restricts flow. So you're blocking money from flowing in when you're holding onto it too tightly. So if we think of these as two ends of the spectrum, two extreme ends of the spectrum, you probably don't sit right on either end. You might, but you probably don't. 
What we want to do is not be in either of those extremes. We want to have a healthy, productive, juicy, delicious, supportive relationship with money. And this is why you've got to look at your money stuff, because there is just so much that is ingrained in our thoughts and our beliefs and our programming when it comes to money. For a topic that has for a long time been considered taboo to talk about, we carry a lot of stuff about money around as a collective. And this stuff, in air quotes, these are mindset blocks, limiting beliefs and programming that you hold around money. It is 100% impacting your business bank account. There is no way that our money stuff can't be impacting our money. So if you want to grow your income, if you want to create a profitable, sustainable business that brings in consistent cash every single month, hands up, yes, please. If you want to scale and hit that next income goal in your business, it's time to look at your money stuff and keep looking at it, keep working on it. We are all a work in progress, always. Sometimes our relationship with money will be really great and we'll feel really in flow. And then other times it might not feel that way. And that's okay. The first action I have for you today is to decide here and now that you're going to make working on your money stuff a priority in your life and business. That is your first action. Make that decision right now with me here. So now that you've decided that this is a priority, let's chat through some of the money blocks that are common for spiritual business owners. The first comes from our hardworking culture. This belief that it's only possible to make money by working hard and that if you're not working hard for it, then you don't deserve it. If you're not working hard for it, then you don't deserve it which is total BS. There is plenty of evidence out there that suggests that hard work and making money actually have nothing to do with each other. I want you to think about that for a moment. If you think about the people that work the hardest in our society, their salaries do not always correlate to that work ethic. And there are lots of people, lots of people out there making bucket loads of cash without doing much at all. Now, that's not to say that you desire to make lots of money for nothing. As spiritual business owners, we are here to share our magic and medicine to create a positive impact in the world. That requires work, yes, but it doesn't require hard work. And I wanted to share that reframe around hard work and money, because if that's a belief that you hold, that you are only worthy of making great money if you're working hard, I'd really encourage you to actually look around for evidence of that. Because as I said, there is a lot, a lot to contradict it out there in the world. And often all you need to do to move through and shift a belief like that is consciously challenge that belief enough and you will start to reprogram it. So making money equals hard work, not true at all. Next, let's talk about this belief that if this was truly your soul's work, then you would do it for free. 
because this is one I see all the time with spiritual business owners, especially those in the early stages or before you've even started your business. And it wreaks all sorts of havoc with your confidence and your self-belief and your ability to move forward. And this belief might show up in thoughts like, it's not about the money. I just want to help people. Or perhaps someone has actually said to you, If you really wanted to help people, you wouldn't be charging for this, which blows my mind, but I know it does happen in the spiritual community. So here's the thing. As my mum would say, there is nothing spiritual about poverty. The idea that making money and helping people are mutually exclusive is, again, total BS. It comes from this belief that wanting to make money is evil or greedy or that it's not spiritual for you to desire more money or want more money. But we know that money is just energy. It's neutral. Money doesn't have an agenda. Humans have an agenda. And if your agenda is to help people, then making more money and having more money is going to support you to do that. It comes down to your values as a human being. Making money and helping people are not mutually exclusive things. In fact, the more money you make, the bigger your impact can be. So if that's something that's coming up for you that you can't charge or make money from your soul's work, because how could you possibly charge for it when it's your purpose and your mission and your soul's work? I'd really, really encourage you to sit with that for a moment. The more money you make, the bigger your impact can be. And let's be really, really clear here. There is nothing evil. There is nothing greedy about wanting more money. Can we please, please, please let go of these old paradigms? The third money block I want to talk about today is the belief that it's just not possible for you to make money from doing work that is aligned with your passion and purpose, that no one will actually pay you for this work. This really comes down to self-belief, believing in yourself, believing in your abilities, believing in your capacity to make your purpose and your passion, to take that and make it into a successful business. Maybe you don't have anyone in your life who runs a successful business, so there's no examples of that being a possibility for you. Or maybe you're the only spiritual person in your family or your friendship circle, so no one around you even understands that it could be possible because they don't understand what it is that you even do. They're maybe not even aware of the industry or what's possible or anything to do with the work that you do. I remember my first ever income goal in business was to make $60,000 in a year. And when I shared that goal with my dad, who is not in the spiritual or business space in any way, shape or form, I will never forget the surprised look on his face. He could not believe that that kind of money would even be possible. And it's not that he didn't support me or he didn't support that goal. It's just that he couldn't conceptualize that as a possibility because he had no experience of it. And those kinds of reactions from people in our lives or conversations that we have, they can really impact the way that we view what's possible for us. Now, this is a block that can definitely hold you back when first starting your business for sure. If that's you, 
I see you. I feel you. I really encourage you to go out there and seek examples of people running successful spiritual businesses. You just have to look at the back catalog of guests I've had on the podcast here to show you just how possible it actually is. And know that you're not supposed to know how to run a business if you've never run a business before. It is okay that you have to learn those skills. You can learn those skills. So seek out the support of a business coach or a business program to help you do that. But I also want to share that this self-belief piece can show up at every level of business. When you're raising your prices, you can have those thoughts of, is anyone really going to pay this much for this thing? Or when you're launching something new, you know, that imposter syndrome of who am I to be doing this thing? Who am I to be teaching this thing? Who am I to be sharing this thing? Is anyone actually really going to pay me for this? And as I said at the top of this episode, Looking at your money stuff is not a one-time thing. It's ongoing at every level. New level, same devil, as they say. So how is self-belief or your lack thereof showing up in your relationship to money right now? Finally, let's talk about fear. The fear of what having money will mean for you. The fear of what others will think. The fear of who you'll become if you had lots of money or when you have lots of money. And hint, you'll just be you with more money in the bank and more options. The fear of paying taxes or having to give refunds, the fear of having difficult conversations, the fear of earning more money than your partner or your friends. What does that mean for you? Fear can show up in many ways around money and what it means for you to bring more money into your business. So ask yourself, do you worry about how much tax you'll have to pay if you started earning more money? Or do you worry about having to have conversations with clients about money? Do you worry about getting something wrong when it comes to your money and your taxes and all of those things that we have to do as business owners? Do you worry what people will think of you for wanting more money? Or do you worry about what it will mean if you earn more money than people in your life? All of this is fear showing up. And our response to fear is usually fight flight or freeze. If you fight it, you'll resist it. You'll make up every excuse under the sun for why you can't make more money. Or if you're in flight mode, you'll bury your head in the sand and you just will not want to deal with any of the money stuff in your business or your life. Or you'll freeze, which leaves you with inaction and no movement, none of which are ideal when it comes to building the successful, thriving, profitable business that you want to build. None of this is ideal when it comes to making more money. So if fear is coming up for you, you want to find ways to soothe your nervous system around money. And in my opinion, Knowledge is power. So equipping yourself with financial literacy, reading books, listening to podcasts, investing in expert advice and support, and not burying your head in the sand, not ignoring your bank account, not ignoring that money might feel icky or hard or boring for you right now. It's okay if it's feeling that way, but you have the power to do something about it. 
So if it's feeling boring, how can we make money feel more exciting for you? How can we inject some excitement and inspiration into that space for you? If it's feeling hard, how can we bring more ease and flow? How can we make this easier? If it's feeling icky, how can we shift that energy? This is something that I support my clients with all the time. When it comes to the mindset and the energetic work we do across all of my programs, supporting my clients with their relationship to money is one of the top things that we do. So know that you are not alone. Know that support is out there. It is time for you to look at your money stuff. There are no more excuses. You decided at the top of this episode that this was a priority for you. So I hope that this chat today has supported you to start unpacking some of your money stuff to identify those blocks that might be coming up for you and how you can start to move through them, how you can start to shift your relationship to money and take your relationship to money from feeling flat and boring or a bit icky to bright and sparkly and inspired. And that is it from me today. I do hope that you enjoyed this episode. Come and let me know on Instagram at beck.cazillo. Let's have a chat about money. I am so, so here for that. And don't forget to subscribe and leave me a five-star written review. This is one of the best ways to support the podcast and help me get this out into the ears of more spiritual business owners just like you. Thank you again for being here today, and I'll see you next time on the Feminine Fire podcast. Podcast.